Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Thank you for joining us today at the table with Darlene. Today we have a live audience. Would you let everybody out there know that we are live today? We are so glad to have this live audience that is here in our conference in Farmington, Missouri, Women Around the World Conference. In fact, this is the one day or day one, and we have a whole group of women that have decided that they have already decided that it is day one of their life. We are not going to continue to procrastinate and said, one day I will. And, and uh, so it's an amazing conference. And those of you listening out there, you get to hear just a little bit of something that's going on in the conference. And uh, I have a special guest sitting at the table with me today. We don't have uh, Tiffany up here. She's already been up here, so we're not going to bring her up a chair. She needs some rest. Unless you want to, if you want to get a... No? Yeah, come on. Get, get up here at the table with me and get you a chair. But I have a special guest all the way from Colorado Springs. Colorado. Yeah. Holly. Hi. And Holly's no stranger to At the Table. You came and paid a visit. I don't know how long ago it's been, but you were on the program. And uh, was that maybe six, seven months ago probably? Right, Yeah. So online. Yeah, so Holly, tell us, what is going on in your world today? Right now in your world, in, in, uh, at home, and what you've been doing. I've been very preoccupied with teaching. Um, it's been obviously a hard, hard year teaching. Um, so that's kind of taken a lot of my time. And then on the days that I'm home, I try to focus on my kids and do my best job with teaching them on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So... Yeah, and trying to make time for writing has been a little bit challenging, but... Since you're so busy now? Yeah. Busy lady that has homeschooled all of your children? Yes. And what is the age of your oldest child? So my oldest is 21, and my youngest is 10. 21 to 10, and there's five of them. One boy? One boy at the bottom of the stack. A poor girl. (laughs) (laughs) And to have a creative mother that writes... uh, and, and I always said, I, I surround myself with smart friends. God's always given me really smart, intelligent people to be around. And uh, Holly was one of those beautiful gifts that comes around and, and helps you in whatever endeavor that God going, has going on at that time. And she came along when I was uh, writing The Miracle of the Breaking. And she's just absolutely amazing. And we're so grateful for her. Uh, Tiffany, welcome to At the Table. We're glad you made it this time. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Yes, I know you are. And we're everybody is glad. You're one of the favorites of the conference, you do know. You're kind of the face of it. <laughs> Whether they like it or not, they're stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> and the listeners, they, they always wait for you, too. And so we're just really glad that you're sitting here with us. And we're glad for the audience today. And uh, I just wanted to, uh, we're going to do something here Tiffany, will you read? You got those nice glasses on, those three tier. Easy up, easy up. Easy up, okay. Mm-hmm. You want me to read this? Yes, I want you to read that. Okay, this is um, tells you a little about a little bit about Holly's first book called The Orphan Maker's Sin. 
And it says, you going to show them? For our podcasters, you would see a picture of the book, but tell her how they can get it. Where can we get this book? It's on Amazon, so you can find it there. Okay. The Orphan Maker's Sin. So here's a little bit about it. 15 years have passed since a car bomb blew up seven-year-old Ella's father. The percussion of her father's violent death ricochets in the present. Ella yearns for healing and peace. Drawn back to Turkey, a place she swore she left behind, Ella seeks to solve the mystery of who killed her father and why. When she meets Marat, okay, I'm sure I said that wrong, a handsome Turkish man, she hopes for a new beginning until she discovers family secrets that torture Marat, 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 so sorry, this is live, and shake Ella to her core. Ella faces two choices, stay anchored to a bitter past or seek a new ending. Can Ella move past old wounds or is the damage too shattering, making healing impossible? Does that sound good? Yeah. Tell, Tell us, Holly, what inspired this book? Well, Um, I'm an Air Force brat, so I grew up most of my life in other countries, and Turkey was my favorite place that I lived. I lived there twice, once when I was in elementary school and once in high school. And um, I lived there during the Gulf War, and while I was there, um, a man that I I did a duet with at church, um, he was killed in a car bombing. And um, that obviously affected me a lot. in the mornings before we left, because um, we lived off base, my dad would have to check under the car with a mirror for bombs, and it was a pretty intense time. But um, so I just kind of fictionalized that. I thought, how does someone forgive something like that? And so that's kind of the premise of it, where she's having to come to terms with that. So, so it's yeah. fiction, but it's based in your reality, right? A lot of the things that are. Do y'all know um, what I'm going to do? Okay. Go. Uh, she finally got. She has run up like three times. Paid <laughs> so off. You all need to be alert because we got more to come. We're giving out books. This is book day. For our listeners who d- who awesome. couldn't see that, that was a that was stampede. Great. Good job. Stampede. stampede. We held up the book and there was. Okay, a- you ladies on the back, you need Woo. to get. Ready you guys better go. stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> yeah. And tell us about these three. So these are completely different. Yes. <laughs> these are uh, a mystery series um, geared toward kind of seven to ten-year-old kids. Um, it's. Oh, I feel too loud. No, you're not. Like I'm echoing. Okay. Um, and this series uh, takes place in Middlebury, Indiana. Um, my parent, I'm a Yoder before I married a D. Herrera. So, um, D. Herrera. D. Herrera. D. Herrera. D. Herrera. Everybody say it. D. Herrera. <laughs> D. Herrera. D. Herrera. Do I have it yet, hon? Extra R's, but you'll be, it's okay. Is it well, okay? Yeah. And I was signing my name, and I keep. I always have to be like, okay, D-E-H-E-R-R-E-R-A, and go <laughs> back through. We got R's. it. <laughs> so many R's. I, I kind of had to squeeze I like an it. R in. I like it, D-Herrera. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but anyway, my background is old order Mennonite and Amish. Um, not me, but, you know, grandparents and stuff. So the main character of this is an old order Mennonite girl with a horse and buggy and stuff. So a lot of my family recipes are in here um, from that side of the family. So They're a good read. I, I read the first one, and, and I, I think it's really good. They're just kind of fun and lighthearted and quirky and... Yeah. If you like a mystery, or your kids like a mystery. And this is considered juvenile fiction, yes? Um, yes. That's what it says Middle Middle grade. Uh-oh. So what I'm going to do is Watch only em. give you one of the series, because you have Watch to buy em. the rest of it. Oh, wow. yay. Stampede. <laughs> Cute. Uh, don't let her fall down the steps. For our listeners now we're going to give you we're going to give you one, but you've got to buy the rest of the series on your own. Oh, oh. <laughs> makes me happy to see kids getting it. Yes, <laughs> that's exciting. Cute. There's one more. I just want to make sure that the front people don't have <laughs> all of the advantage, right? Okay, she's walking through the crowd, listeners who aren't here, Nancy. <laughs> They're like, what is happening? <laughs> Awkward grandkids silence. Grandkids would love this. Grandkids would love this. Oh, my goodness. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Yay. <laughs> Buy the other two. There is a special on the books, I'll just say. Yes. Please they are $9 individually, the children's books. They're not children's books, but the, the three-part books. Um, they are $9 individually, but Holly said that we can do three for 25 So if you buy the whole set, it's $25, right? Right. Now, and what, then is the now what do they do? Is there any discount when they, since they have one, those that have one, is there no. any discount? Oh, no. Nope. Well, I thought I'd try. Hey. Not at my store. <laughs> not at your store. All right. We'll I would have said We yes, will give but... you a free bookmark <laughs> <laughs> if you buy a book. Don't just be grabbing bookmarks. Come on, man. Oh, you can grab them. <laughs> well, Holly, thank you so much <laughs> for sitting at the table and for being my friend. My goodness, I love you, girl. I love you. I'm so glad you came and that Mike was gladly let you come and he took care of the brood for you. And so we're thankful. That was a lot to ask. <laughs> He's, he's a trooper. He's wow. a trooper. What was I thinking? <laughs> I was going to ask that, but I felt like that was not nice to ask. What is, a, what is the normal morning for you at your house? You're building a well, new house, I know, and so you have yeah. parents are downstairs. and. So my parents own the house we live in, and we're rebuilding out in the area that we had our home burned down in a fire in Colorado. And we're finally, eight years later, are rebuilding the house. So we're just so excited about that. And a uh, normal morning. Yeah, thank yeah. you. God is good, isn't he? Yes. So faithful. It's been a long wait, but um, but yeah, normal morning, I would say, is not ever the same. I, my older three girls are always going to different jobs or going to college classes. And then my younger two, if I'm not working, we try to be productive and do homeschooling um, consistently. Let but. me give you my advice. Because I have one kid, so I know a lot. Okay. What you do, especially on a Saturday, is you act like you're asleep. 
And no, I, re I really am asleep. And if, <laughs> if they open the door, you just go like that, and then they figure it out. That's my advice. That's free. That's free for you. Thank, thanks. <laughs> Just a little bit of that. Well, we love you. Would you please let Holly know? We're so glad that she's here. And, and I know and believe that for years to come, she's going to be coming, and we're going to hear more and more from her because I'm sure you have a lot of questions you would love to ask her. Uh, she, uh, If you want to talk to her about writing, stop by our uh, little, what do we call it back there, Tiff? What is that? The W.A.W. store. So stop by and uh, talk to Holly and please buy her books because I don't want her going home with any of them. And so please buy. You will love the story. She, It's a God gift and she's a woman. You know what I love is God's using women in so many areas in so many ways. And there's no limit to what we can do if we will just uh, lean into the gifts that he's given us. And so we're really thankful. Well, at this time, we have another really precious gift uh, to bring before you. And uh, this little lady, I've only met twice. She came down to our church when we were in Missionary Month, and we had then a, a, a convention here. And she came because uh, she was a friend to uh, one of the missionaries that was here that night. And come on up, Wendy. Give Wendy a, a good hand of a, applause of appreciation for her being here. Hi, sweetheart. Welcome. Yes. Well, <laughs> welcome to At the Table. We are so glad that you're here, Wendy. And we all want to hear a little bit about your story. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for having me. Uh, Wendy was on uh, vacation this past week in Branson, and I had uh, just seen her at a meeting that we were at, and uh, at, a, at a seminar kind of thing, and, and she did her presentation, and uh, I had just asked her if she would like to come and just share for a moment. We want to give her the opportunity, because see, women in ministry is really important to me, and women, because women, every one of you are in ministry, because what you do is so important. And I've asked God to put strategically into women around the world ministries, ministries we can help and we can bless. Women that are doing whatever they can for the kingdom of God. And, and so I wanted to give her the opportunity. Wendy, I wanted you to come and talk to us a little bit. You took short your vacation so you could be here. And so thank you for doing that. Yeah. We're really glad that you did. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is Wendy Wright. I am a medical missionary, the first medical missionary for World PCG, uh, World Missions Department. Um, my ministry name is Life Through Love Ministries. And what does a medical missionary mean? Um, what I do is I partner with the missionaries that are in the field already identify what the needs of the people are, such as medical, dental, pharmaceutical. Um, we go with children's ministry. We do wound care, ultrasounds, just kind of contour it to whatever they need. Um, put together medical teams, raise the funds uh, to purchase the medicine, the supplies here in the States, and then we go to where the missionaries are. It's a partnership, um, and the importance of that is 
by bringing medical teams, it opens up doors for the missionaries sometimes to reach people that maybe they didn't have an opportunity to reach before um, in villages, uh, churches, um, tribes, things of that nature. Uh, we're really there to deliver, to deliver the good news of Jesus, but our foot in the door is, is the medical piece of it. Um, perfect partnership. I couldn't go without them, and then it opens doors for them. So that's our vision. That's so, cool. so what do you do in everyday life? Mm-hmm. What? I, I am a full-time, um, I work full-time as the manager for SSM Cancer Care. I'm a nurse by trade, and I am a uh, full-time single parent also of a beautiful nine-year-old little girl named Katori, who's here with me today. She's here. Yay! Stand up, Katori. Oh, look at her. Look how beautiful. Oh, give her a warm applause. Welcome, Katori. Yeah, hello, Katori. She's adorable. Tori, would you like to have uh, some of those books to read? Would you like the whole set? Say yes. (laughs) Okay, I see that little nod. Okay, will somebody go get her a set because I'm going to buy her a set? (laughs) <laughs> All right. Thank you for coming with Mama, because I know you had to give up a little bit of your vacation. Thank you. Mm-hmm. She Thanks. goes to the mission field with me as well. That's oh, with me. good deal. <laughs> That's awesome. There's nothing like it in raising your kids up with that. That is so, that is so totally awesome. So your interest began... Uh, First of all, because you are a nurse and because that's the compassion and all that you have inside of you is to help and reach others and to minister to them. Correct. And so that was the motivator to start off with was that you just want to help other people and you want to show them the love of Jesus. Right. So I um, knew when I was four years old, I was going to be a nurse when I grew up and my whole career has prepared me for this moment because what better way to give back to God than your gift, Absolutely. which is being a caregiver for me. I knew as a very young age. Um, in the years of experience, I've been working as a nurse since I was 19, and um, that has prepared me to be able to coordinate the teams to help do the needs assessments and things in the field. So um, it was the perfect merger of the two loves, <laughs> my love for Christ and my love for people. So. That is beautiful. Well, we have some slides, and we would like just to go through them real quickly. And uh, you can just, you know, I know it's a shorter presentation than normal because of our time scrunch that we have with our uh, having lunch and our caterers. And Sonia is going to light the fire under you today, and so we want to give her plenty of time. (laughs) And we want worship to be free in this house today. Amen? So so let's get the, the, the... and for those who are listening to the podcast, yes. um, you can go to the Solid Rock Family Church Facebook page, and you will be able to watch that, um, the video yeah, there. So you'll see so what's you'll going on. you'll be missing. Mm-hmm. We'll have a little silence here, but um, it's not technical difficulty. We're just watching a video, so you can look us up and watch it. You just want me to. Yeah, you just kind of, yeah. So we kind of spoke about my vision of what it means to be a medical missionary. Again, it's just partnering with the missionaries that are already in the field to reach a greater amount of people than they're already reaching. Sometimes it is um, the same people that they do serve each day. Okay. This is just an example of one of the teams that I brought to Guatemala. Um, One of the things that people always say is, I'm not medical. 
You don't have to be medical to go on these trips. We take probably a case mix of half medical, half non-medical people. Uh, there's a lot of services that we provide and things that need to be done that do not require a nurse or a physician. So if anybody's interested in going on a medical mission trip to the field with me, I have a table in the back that has applications and all kinds of pictures and information on that. What kinds of things do are the opportunities for people who are not in the medical field, what kinds of things would they be able to do? So um, we do electronic blood pressure and pulse oxes. Anybody can be trained to do that. Uh, so it's called triage. Uh, we do, we always need men, strong men, um, that do crowd control for us to allow uh, one family in, one family out, especially in the time of the virus. Uh, we have assistants that walk patients from our physicians to our pharmacology area. Pharmacy is the number one area of risk in the field because we have to make sure we get the right medicine to the right people that understand how to give it and receive the medication. So making sure that somebody is escorting, I call them escorts, right. um, those people. We have children's ministry. Um, that's a huge aspect of what we do. It frees up the parents to be able to come and see the physicians or go into the dental areas. Um, in the dentist side, uh, I partner with dentists, uh, usually from Honduras, that go with us. They always need assistance. Usually it is, again, escorting patients to the chair, maybe helping the patient calm by holding their hand or giving them reassurance. Um, so it's a lot of, a lot of different aspects. So. Mm -hmm. And some of you would just love to go on a missionary trip, but you don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. and, and so... Here's an opportunity. You can see Wendy stop and talk with her, mm -hmm. get some details. And uh, medical missions are absolutely amazing. Any kind of mission is amazing. Yes. And, and so if it's something you want to do, something you're interested in, this is a way to get on a short-term missions trip and and it's a passion of yours yes. I can so tell and I love that I love it when people have passion about what they're doing what all areas do you go to is it just Guatemala or I know that's where you went first so we've been to Guatemala four times and going again in April I actually need one more medical person if there's anybody in the audience interested in going you would have to already have your passport to be able to join this trip and probably your COVID shot I don't know. No, they're, COVID they're not is not mandatory. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. No, mm -hmm. no awesome. No, you have to have pre-testing to go into the other countries and then testing to come back to the States. Uh -huh. But the, the vaccine is not mandatory. And for the Hopefully virus. Hopefully it never will be. That's what we're hoping. <laughs> Hopefully. <Yeah. laughs> um, there's a lot of things that we're doing to protect the team as well as the patients. Every patient will be supplied a surgical, hospital-grade surgical mask. Um, including children above the age of two. Our team, I've got N95 masks, we'll cover with a surgical mask plus a face shield and gloves. Um, so everything we can do to protect them as yes. well as to protect us. Awesome. Uh, while 2020, we were not able to travel at all, 2021 will look very different, but we are, we are going through that path and we're going to do everything we need to do to get to the people to bring the good news of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Aren't you excited that Wendy... Stopped her vacation and came and spent this time with us. Yes. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much, Wendy, for coming. In. And I know we're just getting to know just a little bit about you, but I'm so glad that you did take this time to come. And I just want to say to all of our listeners today, 
that we are so glad that you came and, and listening to At the Table with Darlene. And I am going to ask my daughter to, to pray over those that's listening because I believe that gifts were stirred inside of them. I believe that, that they can see that, that God's using women, his women. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankful for the men. I said last night in the service, uh, I just am so grateful to my husband because he saw the gifts and the talents in me that I myself would never have stepped out because that wasn't my personality. They were in there all the time, but he pushed me. You all know he pushes me or, you know, you guys know he pushes me. Down the stairs. Me. Down the stairs. <laughs> oh. Bless your heart. Are you okay, Mama? I'm okay. Bless I don't know. And if you guys really want to know what happened, those of you that's uh, just ask me, I'll tell at you. the table, <laughs> and you happen to you want to really know, well, then that way you have to write to us, and Tiffany will let you know what happened here last night when I got pushed again by my husband. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I didn't get hurt. But I thank God for him. And I thank God for all the men that are confident in the call in them and who they are as a man so that they can help us be who we are supposed to be. But if you're a woman that doesn't have a man or somebody that believes in you, believe in yourself. Believe in the God in yourself because God wants to use you mightily. And so thank you for coming at the table, Holly. We're so glad that you were here today and so glad, Wendy, that you were here and would you pray as we close this podcast? Of course I will. Father, we thank you so much for our guests that we had today, Father. It is such an honor to have Holly and Wendy here with us today. And Father, I pray for our listeners, God, that their hearts will be touched, that their hearts will be pricked, Father, and that the desires in their hearts will be met, Father. I I Feel in my heart, God, that there's those who are saying, well, I could never do that. I, I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I, whatever reason, God, we all have so many reasons and excuses. But God, I pray that their eyes would be open, that there is a job for them, that there is a calling, there is a ministry for their life, God. And I pray that, that their eyes will be open and their heart will be open to receive that calling, Father. And God, I just pray blessings over every listener. I pray blessings for Holly and for Wendy. And God, we just thank you so much. We love you, Lord. We give you all the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Until the next time we meet at the table with Darlene, may the peace of God rule and reign in your hearts and your lives. Thank you for joining us today at At The Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At The Table. You can also check us out at darlenerhodes.org. Also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At The Table with Darlene.